So think about the user experience. That's a big thing that we talk about all the time. So there's one aspect of, the, of PPC is getting people to actually click on the ad. And then once they get to your, to your landing page, whether it's your website or a different page, there has to be an immediate connection. This is Growth in Dentistry, a dental intelligence podcast where we ask the question, what does growth in dentistry look like to you? I'm Katie Polson, a dental hygienist and your host. Welcome to another episode of Growth in Dentistry. I'm Katie Polson. And before we get started, I wanted to remind you to join our Facebook dental intelligence community and come join like-minded data nerds. Come learn from one and one another. We have a good time in, in that group. And then if you would be so kind, please go and rate and review this podcast. We read every one of them. We are continuing our theme today on marketing your practice, and we are beyond grateful that Mike Schoen from Affordable Image has joined us today. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, he's, a, he's a busy guy. We got him, we got him landed down, so we're, we're going to do it. So Mike, uh, give uh, me a little bio on, on, on you and how you ended up in, in dental marketing. Sure. So uh my my company we're a marketing company um we've been in business for 25 years before uh, there was actually such thing as word as a podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was barely anything when we started this um but over the years obviously as marketing's changed we've added all the different services and things that, that uh, you know make marketing what it is um probably about or almost 20 years ago uh was when we first started doing um marketing for dental offices in, in Phoenix, Arizona. We're based in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, we, we had a lot of success with them. And we were actually invited um, or were asked to come to speak to some events uh, back then to, to dentists about marketing. And um, that's literally how it started. And it just kind of kind of grew from there and grew very quickly. I was then invited to Southern California and I spent actually so busy out there. I ended up moving out there. My company, um, you know, it's based in, in Arizona, but there's so much going on in Southern California. I went out there and did a lot of speaking uh, out there and just kind of grew from there. And, and I got a lot of other uh, referral partners around the country that uh, would refer us uh, around the country. So we went from a uh, Phoenix-based business to a Southern California-based business to a national business in a matter of probably about three years. And uh, let, me, let me tell you real quick <clears throat> about dental and, and why, why I, I'm in it honestly, is I love it so much. I love the passion that dentists have. And I love the passion that the people that are in it, like my, my, my partners at Dental Intel, Curtis um, loves, he, he has so much passion for what he does at Dental Intel. And that just makes me more excited. It makes me want to do better. My company want to do better. And, and you know, we've talked a little bit and your, your passion for what you do and, and the people that are in this industry, stay in this industry that are good at it stay in it for a number of years. And so I also see the doctors as, you know, that they're so smart at what they do, but for, they, they don't get the training on business in general and specifically marketing at all, really, really no mar- no marketing training whatsoever. So I feel like we are part of our mission or our really main mission is to educate our clients and our doctors uh, about how important um, marketing is uh, overall in their practice, what marketing is, what it isn't and those kind of things. And so that's really, that's my passion. I'm a very passionate person and love what I do. And I want our doctors to be successful. I don't want them to be taken advantage of because they can be because they're not familiar with all the things in marketing. So mm-hmm. that's my, that's my, yeah, I love it. I, I love it. P- 
this, this, this dental community is a great one and I'm so happy to be a part of it. And I'm glad you're here too. So many of our listeners are familiar. We're, I mean, talking about marketing and not knowing a lot, we're going to go from the basics. So some of our listeners might know a lot and, and I'm hoping that when we get, we'll kind of be able to, uh, span the breadth of knowledge here. So, um, Many listeners are familiar with a lot of acronyms. We have a lot of acronyms in dentistry, <laughs> like PFM and MOD and all of the ones. But today we're going to be talking a little bit about PPC and SEO. So paperclip and SEO search engine optimization. Um, and what, why, first of all, what is, if somebody hasn't heard of what paperclip is, what is it? Why is it important to a dental practice? I, uh... You're talking about the acronyms. It's funny. We get yeah. used to saying them all the time. And sometimes we forget that people have never heard it or don't know what it is. And I'm going to, whenever I, I say it, or I hear other people say it and a, and a, and a doctor doesn't know what we're talking or hasn't really mm-hmm. heard what the explanation is. They hear the word paper clip. As yeah. What you st- yeah. What you yeah. St- <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's actually uh, paying per P E R click C L I C K. Yeah. And actually is specifically is uh, advertising paying for advertising specifically on Google um, and it's going to be when you when you when you search something like dentist near me uh, you're going to see this the sponsored ads and then you're going to see uh, Google my business ads and you're going to see the 10 the top 10 results on the SERP which stands for you know search engine results page those three things are going to be on there um, you cannot pay for the results in that top 10. That's going to be SEO, which stands for search engine optimization. And then the, the, the Google, uh, the, the maps, you also cannot pay for. That's actually also part of SEO, um, specifically doing uh, optimization for Google My Business. What you can pay for is the sponsored ads. Sometimes you see the sponsored ads at the bottom also. But typically, you know, the ones that we want to be on on our clients to be on are going to be the ones at the top. And so those, those are, are, if you think about it, um, when people are specifically searching for something, whatever it is, or, or they want answers, where do they go? They go to Google. Google's the answer, the answer tool. So Google does, the, the reason Google still stays in business today and is the number one search engine by far is because they give amazing results and the best results possible in their search engine optimization section. That's the top 10. That's the reason that they still dominate because they take so much effort into making sure that the results they put in that section are literally the best of the best. And they're getting better and better and better at it with local searches and things like that, where you're making sure that the local uh, searches are, are, or topics are coming up and dental offices are coming up. Um, that's a bigger thing. But the reason that people go there is because of that. Now, Google makes doesn't technically make money from that, but the day that the, the consumer starts losing trust in that those top 10 in this in the SEO section, they're not going to go to Google anymore. They're going to go wherever else they think the consumer thinks that they can get the better information. So it's critical for Google <laughs> that they make sure SEO is the results are the best. And that's you know, one of the things that my team does. We have an amazing SEO team, the best of the best. Um, and that we make sure that our clients get found properly. There's improper ways to do it and there's proper ways to do it. Our team makes sure that that happens. 
But on the pay-per-click side, the, the advertising side, side, typically anybody can advertise to get those, uh, to get found there. Now, Google still does have filtration and things like that uh, with what they're trying to do with those ads. So for instance, one of the great things about pay-per-click ads, so say you're a brand new dentist or you're, you're an existing dentist that you, you haven't advertised before, typically marketing takes a long time to work. It can take months depending on the uh, competition. Uh, one of the, the, the nice things and the best things about pay-per-click is theoretically, you can be found virtually immediately once the, the ads go live. Once the, and those are all text ads. There's no pictures. That's called a display ad. So I'm just talking about the, the pay-per-click text ads. They can go live right away. Now, the, the tricky part is there is when do they go live and when do they show them? And there's a whole algorithm and we could literally spend probably 30, 30 45 minutes talking about that. It would actually be fun for me to bring on one of my my team for those uh, who want to learn more about the algorithm, that actually be fun. Have a separate conversation about that. But Google, um, if you're brand new and they don't know who you are, and say you just have a brand new website or you have a website you haven't even touched for two years, they're not going to put you in the prime spot and they're not going to put you in the prime time when ads are being showed. You're going to be showed at two o'clock in the morning at the bottom and maybe even at the very bottom of the PPC because Google has a reputation also. They want to make sure that whatever they're showing, even if it is an ad that they're getting paid for, that it's still the best um, you know, thing for the for the for the consumer out there because they, they see the bigger picture. So there, there's so many parts and moving parts and pieces that change constantly all day long, several times a day, even with SEO and pay-per-click, that it, it it's not a one-size-fits-all. It's not, it's it's very custom. When we look at it, when when we're looking at a, a dentist, every dentist is unique. Everyone, every dentist has a niche and also has a certain market area and, and um, a target our audience that we really want to look at, figure out how to, how to do our best to get the, the best opportunities for our, for our, our doctors. And so that, that's kind of that's how that works in, in a nutshell. I could talk for hours about this. So I'm going to let you. <laughs> no, that was so, so informative and went from the very basic to, to really, you know, getting into the algorithms of because I think a lot of people, when they get into PPC, they don't understand that like, just because you paid for an ad doesn't mean it's going to show at the time that you want it to. So yeah. another critical thing before I forget is very important is uh, uh, the ad, what you're paying for is um, it's all based on what your competitors are willing to pay, pay for. It's right. actually like actually an auction. Mm -hmm. It's an auction, a real time auction. So say you went in and you, you wanted to pay uh, 50 cents for a click for a certain uh, search term and you were the top one well your competitor the next minute could see that and they could raise that to a dollar or we see certain ter search terms in certain cities um, that that doctors are willing to spend a hundred dollars per click to literally keep their competitors out of out of those searches to make it so where they got to spend thousands of dollars on ads to even kind of compete specifically with dental implants was going to be the main one because yeah. that's a bigger, a bigger yep. number. But how we how we look at that also again, there's so many variables here with pay per click. It, uh, how we look at it is if if there's a a search term the doctor wants wants to to uh, be seen in and it's so highly competitive and they don't have the budget for it, or maybe we just say hey I don't we don't recommend that at all because you're, just, you're not going to get your ROI. But there's other search terms people. Are, are searching things for different way in, in different ways and they say things different. So we can try to maybe go after some, some other search, search terms 
maybe that don't have as, as much volume, that also don't have the people spent that your competitors are spending the money on. And then we, you know, instead of having one that we're going after for, you know, a big number, we go after four or five that we try to, we try to get uh, into the, to the, to the client that way. So there's a number of ways to, to do it. And literally it's an ongoing thing. The team, the way we do it is our team's uh, looking at that stuff on, on a regular, on a, on a, depends on the service. It could be a daily basis. It could be a weekly basis. Depends what level of service our clients are paying uh, for. But um, it literally, you could look at it multiple times a day because it's changing so rapidly right. and things like that. So um, yeah, it, it's it's not as cut and dry as, <laughs> as many people think it is. And yeah. almost, as, and to be honest, I feel like sometimes Google wants you to feel like it's so simple because they don't care. They could care less on your results. They just want, you know, they want that ad re revenue. They want to make sure that, that they're showing the right thing, but they don't care if you're getting a result from it necessarily. Um, they do because they want you to spend more money, but at the same time, they don't care about it like you do. As, right. As, as yeah. Of the and so, so uh, what are some of the common, I, I guess, now that you're talking about like how to get going with it, what are some common mistakes that you've found with people if they wanted to get into pay-per-click, I guess, what are some of the things that you'd avoid, say, avoid doing? Sure. So some of the things I just said is thinking that it's a one-size-fits-all right. and you're just going to write an ad and throw it out um, and not looking at all the, the, the parts and pieces, not having the full knowledge. But what, I'm going to say the biggest thing is going to be uh, do, doing, doing, a, doing an ad and just having it go to your homepage mm -hmm. and, and, and say the ad is specific to something like teeth whitening for instance that they were, were promoting teeth whitening and it went to the home page so think about the user experience that's a big thing that we talk about all the time so there's one aspect of the of ppc is getting people to actually click on the ad and then once they get to your to your landing page whether it's your website or a different page there has to be an immediate connection we literally have less than one second to connect with that person and so if they're specific, they, if they know what they're looking for, if they don't know what they're looking for, they'll take three seconds to decide if they're staying. If they know what they're looking for, they don't see it in less than, you know, the second they're, they're clicking off and they're going to the next ad. And so we tell our clients, we suggest to, to uh, if you're going to do it, do it right. Create an actual landing page that is really a sales page. So if you think about this for a second, if you're going to Google and you're searching for something specific in dentistry, you, you know that you, you, you know that you're, you know that you're looking for it. You want this information, you want it quick and you want it now, rather than just sending to them a, a landing page on your website. We like to actually create a separate page. That's only about that information. That's we call it a funnel. They get to the page, they read the top, they read the next, they read the next, the funnel. The goal is to get them to either do one of two things, make a phone call. If we can't get them to make a phone call, then we want them to fill out a form, some kind of form that says contact. I'm interested in this service. Contact me, you know, as soon as possible, or something like that. Um, that's the goal of, of that versus just randomly sending them to your homepage and letting that person just hope to find what they're looking for. So to do a really strong pay-per-click campaign, you really have to have that full concept thought through. And say you say you want to promote multiple services, we're going to recommend that you do multiple landing pages for each of those services that connect exactly whatever it is that your message is. So you're, you're writing a message in that pay-per-click ad, it's text only, that message needs to immediately connect with that, with that person's, uh, with that landing so page. So do you recommend uh, on that 
specific landing page for them to be able to click to schedule then, or do you want to, do you want to push them a little bit? Is that too far down the funnel? What do you, um, what do you I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> um, absolutely. So this is one of the things that we're, I have extremely passionate about, and I'm trying to get the information out to our clients about online booking, how, if you think about it, we, we do everything online now, especially from the last two years that have, the things that have gone on, everything's online. You're, you're ordering your groceries online. You're ordering everything. Your, your food's coming to you being delivered from random places coming to everything's online, but yet overall in the dental community, we, we still see a massive uh, disparity of the amount of do doctors that are actually giving their clients a chance to book online. And we're out there trying to tell them how important it is. And really, as far as I'm concerned, it's the number one thing after you figure out the rest of your message that, that you do, because that's where your clients are. They're online. And we want to give them that option to book online. You're not always open. You're not always open and available when the, when your patients or your potential patients are, whether it's early in the morning at lunchtime, you may, you know, may not be able, they may not be able to quickly make a call, but they have a, you know, a few minutes to, to look on, on their phone or most often at night when people have time. You think about moms out there, busy moms. Sometimes the only time they have is at night or early in the morning and the offices aren't available, but they want, they know that they, they went through your thing, your, your site, your landing page. And they're like, yes, I want to want to make an appointment. And now we, we have a phone call, the phone call goes and no one answers the call. Now we've just frustrated that potential patient. Um, now we can still give them an option to fill a form online for the office to contact back. The problem there can be if the office is, is so busy and they're not able to return that call in a timely manner, that potential patient's gone on to the next place. Yeah. So perfect. We have options for the, for the patient. And that third and really most important option is online booking because that can connect them uh, directly into your software to make that uh, make that time that works for them, and that the, that the office is already predetermined is where they want for that type of a of a, an appointment. Usually, going to be a, a new patient appointment, a new exam. Typically, the cool, the great thing about and so we we work closely with uh, Dental Intel's local med um, product. We actually um, as often as we're able to do, we we even include it as part of our campaigns um, for no additional charge because we believe so strongly in having that online booking portion because we want results. We're a result-driven marketing company. We want our clients to have results. It's nice for them to have a lot of these um, uh, impressions and things like that to be seen, but ultimately we want them to have patience. So the best way for them to get patience is to have, book, to, to, is to have an online booking software uh, or, or, or the system through local med where they can connect right in there. Now there's systems, and I understand that doctors don't necessarily want to uh, feel like they're, they're going to have uh, an intrusion into their software, but that's where a conversation and an education happens. The way local med works, they've been doing this for years, is to be able to um, make, they have all the security features, uh, they have all the things necessary. You have full control over your schedule, 100% control of your schedule. Um, so we try to educate our doctors that that's, that's all in place and part of the system and that you can change your schedule anytime you have your own dashboard and you're able to make changes. And, um, you know, with that, with, with all that, there's no reason why we, we wouldn't, you wouldn't want to have an online booking option for your patients. The yeah. last and not least 
if you don't do it, your 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 competitors will. Your competition is going to do it if you're not going to do it. And by that time that happens, you're going to be so far behind. It's going to take so long to catch up. And I don't want that to happen to any uh, a dentist that uh, we come across, whether they're clients of ours, whether they just hear us on this podcast, wherever. I just want the information out there so they know how important it is to get on online booking now. Yeah, I love that ability. I mean, just from a marketing standpoint, if you were to click on an ad and be able to have whatever it is, say it's an implant, um, and to be able to go to a page that looks, addresses what you were wanting, looks like the practice, you know, gives you information to build rapport and to be able to make the appointment for a consultation right there, you could have it done in five minutes and make the decision. And, and that's what people are looking for these days. I, they don't want, they don't want to have to pick up a phone to make the call because that's intimidating, especially for a lot of people that ha- don't come to the dentist. It's a big step. It's, it's less intimidating to just make the appointment online. It is. And then, you know, doc, I understand the doc, you know, and how we try to explain it is say that they, they make that appointment. We still suggest that, uh, that the doctor's office has a system in place when that patient is booked that you have, you do something, whether you make a phone call from the front office. Sometimes we have offices that will send out uh, uh, personalized um, uh, in, in, uh, letter basically, or, or a video from the doctor themselves that they're going to meet. You know, we have some offices that take it to that level, but we, um, you know, we, we do suggest that they make, um, that they have a system in place to handle those and do the customer service um, side of it once they make an appointment. Because what we don't want to happen is the customer make, books an appointment and then there's no contact with the office until they come in. We want to make sure that they have that full contact um, there. So yeah, there you go. yeah, that's really good. Um, so we're big into metrics. <laughs> we're, a da- we're a data analytics company. So what are some of the key metrics that you guys track with pay-per-click to see if it's working? Because sometimes sure. that can get lost in the weeds a little bit in marketing is I, how do I know, how do I know that it, it was worth the investment, I guess? Sure. So we look at the pay-per-click from a number of ways. Let's just maybe work our way backwards. So um, what are we trying to do? We're trying to book appointments. So in a perfect world, we have uh, the, the local med um, up and running, and we actually, we actually have the information so we know how many appointments are coming through that exact campaign. So that's the beautiful thing about local med uh, working with uh, my team is we're able to have uh, individual tracking for each campaign that we do. So we know which campaigns are working based on the results that are coming through that online uh, link. Um, so that's, that's number, that's number one. Number two is number two and number three, I guess, are going to be, uh, phone calls. We're able to, we actually track the phone calls. So we know how many calls are coming in off that particular campaign. And then also the form fill outs. So like we talked about, if there's form fill outs, we're also able to track that. So we know how many came in. And then, um, last I'm, I'm going to say, but not least is impressions impression with pay-per-click impressions gets lost. I think sometimes people don't overlook at it and, and don't see the importance of it. So with marketing, especially in dental, uh, people are not in the market necessarily right now for, for dental, or you know, maybe they're doing just a little bit of research and so they, they're, they're not sure what they wanna do. So even if they don't click on your ad, 
and they see your ad and it's well-written and they know it's from you and there's some kind of recognizability from that. And it can even have the same message maybe that say we did a postcard for a mailing or another ad, a display ad or some other kind of advertising promotion. Uh, that, that's, that's an impression that gets in the, in the mind of the consumer and kind of helps that buying journey. The, the process for the consumer to turn into a patient of a, of a doctor. So those impressions are important and they can actually you know, make a difference. So we, we track that as well. Yeah, really great. Good information. Um, and you're talking about leveraging, I mean, we've talked a lot about leveraging new patients. And I think that's pretty obvious to the average person. Maybe if you don't know marketing is if you pay for an ad, the goal is to get new patients. But I would like, and I don't know the answer. I don't know if there is an answer to this, but is there a way that you can leverage PPC to retain patients, to keep the patients in that you have in your practice? That's it. That's an interesting question. Um, so in theory, you're, you say you're targeting an area because also with pay-per-click, we can do ge uh, geographical targeting as well as um, demographic targeting. So in theory, if you did an area all the way around your practice, even your the, the Google doesn't know if they're your practice or they're your patient or not, because that's not public data. Mm -hmm. That's not data that we can feed into the system. So theoretically, every and everyone, even your patients, are going to see those ads. What you know, if it's a if it's a pay-per-click ad and they do a search, or if it's a display ad, or even um, uh, like a Facebook ad. A Facebook ad is is would be a, would be something that we would like them to see. Um, and I could talk about that in a second, but that that's something. But for sure, that's would not be the what we would leave with. That would almost be what we call a, a just a byproduct. Mm -hmm. um, Per click. We would not even suggest that being on the front lines of it. We would much rather have them have a whole plan in place. So uh, doing, um, if you think about it, even, even sending out a note card, sending out a happy birthday card is part of that marketing, is part of that message. One thing I always try to tell my clients and our doctors is that if you think about marketing in a simplistic form, it's a message. You're communicating a message to your prospective um, audience, your prospective target. Um, and, and your patients, which are your patients. And that message comes in many forms. It comes in, it can be a business card that's handed out. It can be a pay-per-click ad. It can be a, a SEO. It could be social media. There's so many forms that it can be. But even the thing, all the different things that you do as an office, sending out letters, uh, sending out email reminders, that's, that's part of the marketing process. And, and, and putting that impression, even though it's, a, it's an email, there's an impression that they may have saw, they might not have even read it, that they saw your logo you know, that impression goes in their mind and helps, helps them be remembered. But I would, we would always suggest a, a, a specific plan of, of, of a strategic plan for recalls or, or you know, maybe, maybe uh, patients that have not booked their appointments. We would suggest a whole plan for that. Yeah. Good answer. I, I just, I just was, as I was running through it in my mind, it was like, I wonder, I wonder if there, if there's a way you, you grazed across Facebook ads, which I guess is another way of pay-per-click. It's not in Google, but it's through Facebook. Yeah, so just really quick on, on Facebook ads. So if you think about uh, the pay-per-click on Google, uh, people are specifically looking for your service. They're physically typing, they're thinking about, oh, I need a dentist, I need whitening, I need an, whatever, I need an implant. And they're typing it in or I need um, whatever, dentist near me, they're putting it in Google, they're finding an ad. Now think about this, you're not the only ad that's on there. Your competitors are on there. Your competitors are down on, on, on the GMB. They're on the uh, SEO. Um, 
but with a Facebook ad, you're, you're, you're putting an ad out there or an Instagram ad or even a display ad in Google, people aren't necessarily thinking about dentistry at that time. You you're, you're literally the only message about dental potentially at that moment in time to connect with them. You don't have any other competition in dentistry. You have competition and things that can distract them like other videos or whatever else, things they might be searching about. <laughs> but the beauty of those type of ads is, is you can create a patient that may not have even been thinking about dental. That's why we like those ads. We like a mix of Facebook, Instagram, mm -hmm. click. It's a great mix. Because you think about the pay-per-click too is there's a lot of competition. And guess what? The, the, your, those patients are checking out the competition. <coughs> so a, a patient that comes through Facebook that hasn't looked at your competition can theoretically be a, a better opportunity for you because they're not shopping around. Whereas that patient that found you on pay-per-click right there, they're, they're seeing all the other ads for the other people. They probably checked them out. So it, it's a different mentality there. Um, back to touching on SEO, why I like SEO is if, if you have someone that's looking in the SEO or the, the organic section, that means they're educated. They know that, that this top one is, is advertising. Mm -hmm. They know that the bottom, that top 10 is, 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 is where the best results are. We love that. We actually love the concept of where we want to dominate the SERP page, search engine result page. We would love to have in a perfect world, our clients have several several spots on the organic section at top 10. They're they're in the map somewhere and they're in the they're in the ads. I mean, that's a perfect world where, mm -hmm. where we can and that takes time because it can take months for SEO to work and to work in that for, for those particular search terms. Um, to be able to get that kind of domination, same thing with the maps. But that's our goal with our clients is we want to dominate those areas for the for the services that our clients are looking for. Yeah, because then your name is in three different places, just in one space, right? I mean, that right. Yeah, that imagine. Would be great. Yeah, patient sees that they're going to be like, hmm, this is probably the dentist to contact because they've seen those three impressions. They made them see them a couple other times. And now it's going to be a better opportunity. Um, for that doctor's office to have a yeah. patient. Yeah, really good. Well, I'm in marketing and I learned something, people. So you better, you better have learned something. <laughs> um, we asked the same question to every one of our guests, and that is what does growth in dentistry mean to you? Right. Well, I, I love that question. Um, so I'm a marketing guy. I'm a marketing person through and through. My, I believe marketing. I think marketing. So that question for me, actually, I don't think about it for me. I think about it for my, for our doctors and every doctor has a different vision and a different dream for their, their plan, for their growth in their life. And so we look at it um, from the doctor's perspective, because that's our, ultimately our job and our goal of, for what we do as a company is to help our clients grow. I love the name of your podcast. Our, our, our job as marketing is to help our clients grow their um, their patient base to be able to meet their dreams, whatever those dreams may be. It may be, we have clients that want 10 practices and we, we have clients that just want, want maybe one practice that they grow to a certain level. And then they're able to maybe scale it back to three days a week and we have them all in between. And so that's how I think of growth is whatever the client wants. And we try to help them, even if they don't have their complete vision, we help them with that. But I would say my personal ultimate uh, idea for growth for for me 
is to be able to do what I'm doing right now with you and talking about marketing and getting the message out to our clients and letting them know how important marketing is, all the different pieces and all the new things that are happening. Also working with uh, all the various people in our, in our industry like you, Dental Intel, um, all the different partners we have, um, whether it's a CPA or an attorney or, or an equipment rep or finance uh, person, we want them to know about marketing so that they can educate the clients and the, and the doctors as well on how important marketing is. So for me, growth personally is, <clears throat> is, is, is trying to get as much information about dental marketing to our, our doctors as possible and just keep seeing it growing from there. Great. What a good answer. Well, this has been fun for me. I've loved it. Uh, this has been Growth in Dentistry, a dental intelligence podcast. Again, special thanks to Mike Schoen of CEO of Affordable Image. If they want to find you, where can they do that? Uh, they can go to um, my website, uh, www.affordableimage.com. Um, also, um, I'm available. I'm, I'm personally available. If you want to uh, email me, mike at affordableimage.com. Um, questions or whatever, if you just want to brainstorm. Um, I have an amazing team behind me that, uh, that are all experts in their fields that can help. Um, so yeah, we're just, we're bottom line. Great. We're here to help however we can. Awesome. I'll put Thank those, you. uh, you're welcome. I'll, I'll put those links in our show notes as well. And you can find that information also by visiting our webpage at dentalintel.com. Again, um, thank you to my marketing department for all of their work on this podcast. I'm Katie Polson. Keep growing.